Hey everybody, it is Monday, August 10th, 2020. It is your host, John Fisher, here on the Gaming Chair Podcast. We're like semi-live right now, man. Men, women, all around the world. All of you who listen on a normal basis. We're semi-live right now on Twitch. It's fucking weird. It's fucking so weird. You can obviously follow the podcast at Gaming Chair Pod on Twitter. You can hit me up on Twitter, JohnFishTV, and that's also where I'm at on Twitch and Instagram. Head on over there. Follows are for free. Rate and reviewing and subscribing is for free too. Five star reviews. That's what we need to keep the podcast afloat. And you don't want uh, the podcast to go under. I know that. Is that who wants that? 2020 has been so hard on everybody. Just give me some wiggle room to live, okay? But either way, that is uh, the very first introduction of my podcast on Twitch. Um, I thought it went off without a hitch. In between the and what the audio listeners aren't going to be able to see is the uh, <laughs> like the constant switching around of the of the of the scenes and shit on, on uh, through OBS. So that is the advantage that I have of doing this uh, for iTunes and Spotify, Google Play, the whole nine is that kind of gets to have some freedom if I fuck up or anything on the back end really doesn't harm me any uh so today we have a really really cool podcast um for you uh we're gonna talk about dr disrespect obviously he he took the gaming world by storm just yesterday yes uh yesterday's in friday we're recording record or two days ago we're recording this on a sunday uh as always dr disrespect made his return to streaming the content creation space a month and a half off ever since he was unceremoniously and unknowingly banned from the platform with no warning, no reason. And we'll get into that later on. Um, but I'd like to start out with, uh, with, with finally being able to say like the stream is live. Uh, as, as I mentioned just a little bit ago, I was finally able to get that off the ground. Um, Thanks to the help of uh, some some good friends of mine, um, Twisted, who you'll see in my stream a lot, um, one of my mods, actually maybe my first moderator uh, in the new era, because I did try try streaming a while back, nothing really came of it, um, helped me with a lot of the back end crap, and my good friend Matt from school from college created all the graphics for you. Um, maybe maybe I can pull up. I'm going to not die to this enemy here. I'm also playing Destiny while I'm recording the podcast. So if you are a video viewer watching the before and the after as it's happening, um, you'll get to see me kill some aliens. At least today. We're going to be cycling through um, games to play while recording. Golf It is one I really want to do. And I would love, like, what I think would be so much fun is to do the podcast live Um the intro and the outro at least and play golf it maybe like when we don't have guests it can be like a golf it with viewers while the podcast is being recorded so not only is the podcast going to be super like out there not organized (laughs) honestly a gigantic mess but at least 
it'll be fun, I would hope. But anyway, um, yeah, so I fi finally able to get that started. Uh, so far, so good. I mean, I literally have no expectations for streaming. I mean, it's uh, something that I've always, I mean, I've been watching Twitch for, for shit uh, since 2015. And I was like, yeah, that's how, that looks kind of fun. And all in all, like the world really sucks right now. And I think it's it's okay to do, you know, and you know, pending responsibility. Trying to do anything just to get through, um, whether that's like reading books or like I, I live next to the beach. So like going to the ocean, um, like meditating, vegging out anything really along those lines um in order to like get through it because it's hard it's very very hard um shit if i was if, if i didn't have a significant other and i was living alone uh gosh that'd be tough or dog like that'd be really really hard so i think at least this lens i i don't want to call it like a like an outlet but but more or less like something that you can do to get your mind off of. Like I said, is what an outlet's called, isn't it? Um, at least to get your mind off of shit. Because like it's so the world's so negative anymore. Um, and we all can be negative people. I mean, there's we're we're actually having a guest on in a few weeks to talk about mental health in, in the gaming space, and um, that's gonna be a really cool chat. I hope people definitely come over for that. That'll be it'll be the most important podcast yet. Um. But it'll it'll uh it's gonna be a learning definitely a learning um experience for a lot of people. I don't know a lot about mental health, so I'm really excited for that one. But no, like I think it's it's okay to be able to find something you can just latch onto during this pandemic because I'd say 99% of people have never been maybe 100% of people have never been alive for a global pandemic. Uh, I mean my history buffs out there will know it. I mean when was the in tweet at me. When was the, because I'd like to learn too, when was the last pandemic that impacted the world? People can say swine flu. I mean, that's not true. Or like yellow, was it yellow fever? I think it was yellow fever. Um, oh, that, that, that big boss is back again. I got to kill him again. Um, get out of here. Um, not, what was it? It was, it was like, two, it was Obama was in office. Shit. Something fever. Something fever, okay? Um, not dance fever or disco fever. <laughs> like a, a real fever. Um, was it the flu? Oh, fuck, I don't care. It's not important. Um, so, like, I don't think anybody knows exactly what to do when this happens. I mean, for a lot, for a long period of time, oh, my God, this bounty's never going to happen. Never going to. Strikes, Gambit, and Crucible. Well, I'm not doing any of those things, so I'm wasting my time. Let's go into some strikes, I guess. Um, I gotta be arc singe, arc and heavyweight. Fine. I I think it's it's just no one knows what to do, and no matter what we're getting told from the, you know, from Congress or like, just the president, um, we're all guessing at this point. So I think everyone needs a vice. As long as it's safe, everyone needs just an like an outlet to just do do you. And this was it for me.
making a podcast, streaming. I mean, hanging out with my dog and my girlfriend and, you know, eating a lot of food, <laughs> uh, eating new food, uh, you know, all of the above, I think are extremely important. Uh, for me, and that's how I'm coping. I even got a book. I I got the Game of Thrones, the very first book. I love the the shows. I love the show. Um, oh, the Festering Core. I don't think I like the Strike. I think this one sucks. We'll see. So I, you know, I I hope that I hope that folks can um find solace in something. And it helps you just get through it. Because at this point. Whether we like it or not, we've stepped into a war with the Cabal, and it doesn't. There's no end in sight. And while while yeah, some news headlines might might be telling us this, that, and the other, we have no unearthly idea what's going to happen. And I hope to God I'm wrong. Um, but we'll have to see. You know. Um, We'll have to see. I'll tell you what. Playing while podcasting is the multitasking event of the summer. <laughs> uh, speaking of summer, I need to go get some more seltzers. Specifically, High Noon Black Cherry Flavor. I, you know, I actually need to, need to find some more... Um, I need to find more lime, lime watermelon flavor. Oh, jeez, I could I could chug them. Legitimately, I could I could chug them. Uh, they're that good. So, all right. So yeah. So the um went over the stream whole streaming ordeal. The Doctor Disrespect news uh is crazy. So should I save this for the end? Should I save it? Nah, let's do it now. Let's do it live. The Doctor Disrespect stuff is nuts. So on Thursday. His YouTube, so like people were starting to report that his YouTube had a join feature. And for those that don't know what that is, when you have a join feature, it's like a sub button on YouTube for Twitch. People started to find a, a, a join button and were like, okay, like what is this? Because no, he's been radio silent for how long now? And then all of a sudden he goes live on YouTube and people are flipping out, right? flipping out and before we know it it's it's like of a faux tv newscast um like continuously going to a reporter in the field and all of a sudden he says who knows like the the fake tv reporter voice who knows maybe dr disrespect can return to streaming tomorrow at one point might meanwhile oh i just died Meanwhile, Doc did not actually go live on Thursday. He then tweeted, here comes the yawn, oh, mid podcast. He then tweeted he was going live Friday at one o'clock Pacific, I think it was. And the play and people freaked out. Live on YouTube, Dr. Disrespect. Months after signing an exclusive multi-million dollar contract with Twitch to stream there only. I mean, that that has its... I mean, everyone has questions. Uh, he did address 
Oh, by the way, before I forget, he did hit like 380,000 concurrent viewers with not even him doing anything, just his YouTube being live. And I mean, memeing basically. That's it. Like that. The, first of all, you know you have reach when that happens. Second, I mean the hype was real. Okay, everyone wanted to see him go live. He didn't, and I got why. He wanted to build up hype. He's a showman, and he's damn, damn good at it. Is there an enemy here? Is there? He's in the wall. Uh oh. <laughs> he can't. He's stuck. Okay, that's not going to, like, hold us here. All right. Um, so, yeah, he announced that he was going to be live on Friday, 12 for 1 Pacific. Ended up going live. Had upwards of over 500,000 people. But, by the way, I was able to confirm, still not as much as Ninja's stream with Drake. Uh, but he was also by himself, which was a really good point that somebody made on Twitter. Um... Ninja had Drake, he had Juju, he had another rapper, I forget the rapper's name, um, but he had like 603, 604, so he's about at like 70, 70k behind, still fucking impressive no matter how you look at it, like the guy, the guy set records, oh, I think I'm in trouble, um, here we go, uh, I'm gonna die, um, but it was, it was, it was a very, very, um, successful return as far as like apparently slasher who we talk about a lot on this podcast um very very famous esports journalist uh st still claims to this day that he has my shoulder charged as whiffed uh that he has not signed an exclusive deal yet they take a long time to do to make and to figure out all like the all the kinks in it and uh making sure it's perfect um but as right now nothing how do i how do i do my there it is my finisher. That's how you do it. But until then, we we really don't. It's kind of like Ninja going live on Twitch all of a sudden. That was another thing that happened. Ninja went live on Twitch. Had several uh, hundreds of thousands of people watching him. Not as much as Doc, but it was up there. Because Ninja already streamed on YouTube once already. And was met with. I mean, hype. Hype beyond belief. It's unbelievable. So the two titans of industry are back. They're back content creating, live streaming. We just don't know what's next. I mean, if they haven't create, if they haven't signed anything yet, then what would it were like? No one knows what's what's going to happen yet. Is did my is my nade launcher really missing all these? Yeah, it totally is. Kobe, damn it! I oh I hit. Oh yeah. Um, sorry, I hit a really nice shot with, <laughs> with my with my grenade launcher. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's certainly something. Like there was a lot of happenings last week or this past week. Die, there you go. Something that I I I mean I didn't see either of those coming. Get out of here. But that, that, that's what makes things exciting. So, I mean, from here on out, we're just kind of waiting for the news of where Doc and Ninja are going to go full-time. If they even... I mean, that's another thing, too. They don't have to stream full-time. They have made their money 
it's about them wanting to do it at this point. So I'm really interested to see when that's, I mean, if, if and or when a deal is made and how long it's going to take uh, for them to decide and where, I mean, more importantly, where they end up. I mean, the money situation is irrelevant because, they, again, it's going to be multi-million dollars. I, I don't know if it's going to be like Ninja to Mixer level deal, but it could be something. It definitely could be something. One name we haven't heard in a while is Shroud. Uh, people thought he was returning on Twitch. That's what Slasher was reporting, that he was eyeing Twitch's, Twitch, uh, Twitch return for his full-time um, for a full-time gig. That has not happened yet. He has not said anything. He's been very radio silent, and probably for, for good reason. I mean, the guy like Ninja and Doc, he can just chill. Why does he have to live stream ever again? He really doesn't want to. But some things to consider moving forward. Um, but that'll do it for the intro part of the show. Coming up next is the interview that I've been really excited to do. Um, a perspective and this I learned a ton about the Halo community in this podcast this gentleman brought uh was introduced to me by my friend twisted who mod for the channel good but good buddy uh his name's pixel pete uh has been playing halo since launch of the original game back in the early 2000s and has been streaming uh halo 5 and let's see if i can let's see if we can most we got is half health not even a half health come on guys there we go, half health. Um, thought we can get him first phase. Uh, but he's been he's been streaming Halo Five a ton. He's been streaming um, Grand Theft Auto. We talked a little bit about GTA too. But this is this is a Halo podcast. I I hope everyone enjoys. This was a, a lot of fun for me to do. And don't forget, uh, listen to the very end of the interview. It's where Pixel Pete talks about where you can find him. That is what's most important. Um, it is a podcast where we share each other's success. And we want to make sure everyone gets uh, seen as much as they can. The guy works hard. He deserves it. All right. Well, and without further ado, here's Pixel Pete. And welcome back to the Gaming Chair Podcast. I am very, very proud to uh, introduce our next guest here on the show. Uh, one of the more mysterious men on Twitch and huge uh, an important part of the halo community um in the gaming space it is pixel pete live well not live recorded and excited how are you doing good to be with you man <laughs> so um, no go ahead go ahead this is your time to shine not mine i i talk too much uh, I was just waiting for the question. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little ahead of myself. I didn't have anything to say. <laughs> oh, no, that's cool. This is off to a great start. Um, and that's no sarcasm. This is awesome. Uh, but no, thanks a lot for joining on, man. I really appreciate it. There's There's been a lot in the news on Halo recently, and we'll get to that in just a second. But I, I did notice. So, by the way, everyone can go follow you on Twitter at pixel underscore Pete. That's twitter.com slash pixel underscore Pete. P-E-E-T. Uh, by the way, we were I am a huge shill, so feel free to plug anything you want. Um, 
you have black coffee flowing through your veins, and that is a godsend to my ears. What is your favorite coffee, and what are you drinking right now? Drinking some, like, <laughs> it's pretty generic stuff right now, but it's black and just relaxing, you know. Um, but, like, I I usually drink Starbucks or something like that if I can, but, like, I'm not, like, that's all I drink. But, you know, I, I get I get what I can, I suppose. Have you ever went out of the comfort zone a little bit and, like, ordered coffee through, like, a roastery online or anything? I haven't done that. Like, I'll go to, like, a little, like, mom-and-pop coffee shop and have, like, the nice stuff there. Or, like, you know, I think my brother got, like, Death Wish coffee one time, and that's just, like, coffee with ridiculous amounts of caffeine in it. That stuff's pretty good. Is it? I haven't. I've heard about it in ads on podcasts before. I haven't actually tried it yet. I mean, it'll, it's kind of intense. I don't, I don't know how much you drink, or like, there's this one. Uh, there's this like near my brother's house. There's this Hawaiian place, it's, and it, like they just make all this ridiculous coffee, and they put this uh, some sort of like uh, coconut sweetener in there, and it like their coffee. Like you just, you can't drink like a whole coffee from that place. I just remember doing it and just feeling extremely restless, and I and I'm pretty used to the way caffeine feels. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I couldn't relax, like. <laughs> Okay. It's very right. strange. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like it wants to, you know, have your heart go a thousand miles a minute. Mm-hmm. Um so I have a recommendation. All right. Like I said, I'm a huge chill, right? And this is not an ad. Um okay. if you if you want to dabble into a good roastery, King's Coast Coffee, if you've never heard of them, um, started by folks in the Destiny community, ended up uh expanding. They have about, I think it's like 10 to 15 different roasts, uh, all ranging from uh, to a blonde, to a medium, to a dark, uh, and even some espresso blends, too. Uh, they are, that's all I drink. I, I am a snob, 1,000%. But I would never steer you away from good coffee. That is the best I've ever had. Highly, highly recommend. That's that's what I've been going for for about like six to eight months about, about that. I, it's You end up paying a little bit more in the end, but... Like like you, I I love Starbucks, but it just I don't want to go out of my way to pay. I think it's like three bucks for a, a cup. I'd rather just get it in whole so I can just roast it at my house. You know, and what is it? My brother got me in a bad habit of ordering this drink. It's just, it's just it's like a it's almost like a red eye. You get oh my gosh, you get like five. Well, you get like five shots of espresso on ice, and then you get uh, two pumps of white mocha, and that's like the sweetest. Oh god, that's the sweetest. Uh, <laughs> sweetener they have so like like two pumps goes a long way so it's, it's like it's kind of like drinking mud but like damn it's, it's pretty incredible stuff like i can't deny i love a good white chocolate mocha for, yeah. like in, around like christmas time it's starbucks uh I, i'll forego the hot chocolate and go for the white chocolate mocha and damn do i not care how weird i sound or look it is delicious um you gotta get some whipped cream in there too right on top yeah. but but all right, that's I'm sure all the gamers out there would love to hear us talk about coffee for 45 minutes. Um, but we have more important news on our hands. So first off, uh, again, our, our mutual friend told me how, how big you are in the Halo community. So let's let's go all the way back. What what brought you into Halo? What was it? Were you like right in the beginning with with Halo, the original? Or did you kind of come through later on in, in the franchise? Uh, give me your background a little bit. 
so for me, I remember a long time ago uh, hearing about a game called Halo, and I didn't know what it was. And and then eventually we had a friend who let us borrow it, and I like, and I'd never played anything like. I mean, I, I played GoldenEye and the old games like that, but I had never played anything close to that. So like the visuals and everything just kind of blew me away. Like we play co-op, you know, campaign forever, and like we ended up. Because that guy who let us borrow it wasn't that close. And so we ended up borrowing that game for like a year. <laughs> Which, like, I, you know, he must have not cared that much. Otherwise, he would have found us and got it. But I, it, it was it was pretty incredible. And, uh, yeah, we, we did the whole... The, our whole thing was... Um, we had a bunch of friends who had Xboxes. So we'd all do system link which you know apparently we could do because uh there was no online at that point so we all would meet up we'd hook our xboxes up we'd all be drinking mountain dew in the different rooms and uh all playing all playing against each other and like kind of like yelling and like you know going from the like different it'd be like different teams in different rooms etc so it was uh quite the experience a whole lot of fun but did the, the, then starting with that, were you more into the campaigns or did the PvP kind of catch your eye? Uh, the campaigns were cool. Uh, that that ended pretty quick, though. You know, like if you, I mean, they were very fun, but you know, that's limited. You could get bored. So, yeah, I liked the PvP. We'd, we'd always be playing against each other. Uh, eventually, we went to this tournament. It was like, it was like in downtown San Diego at this like movie theater turned. It's like an old classic movie theater, whatever it was. It was like turned into a land center. So they had like a giant projector where they could project the games up on the screen. And I think what we, we, I went there and I, and I lost, we, we lost me and my brother. It was like a two, two versus two tournament because, uh, I'd never played on system link before. And, and I, I was used to being able to hear my, my, you know, the enemy's bullets on my screen. So I was just getting shot and I, I couldn't hear anything and I was just like bewildered and so we got like second place but uh it was pretty neat. I think that that place ended up going out of business like pretty soon after we we went there but it was cool. Were you any good? Uh yeah, we did pretty well. We would have done a lot better if we had some more experience but Now, yeah, I mean I I could say the same thing about Destiny but I'm still trash. Uh <laughs> and, and there's no if ands or buts about it but like i i think halo it, it, i thought it was so unique uh growing up i did not have an xbox until an xbox 360 and by that point and please like enter in with your knowledge because i i don't have very much of it i i don't know what what halo games were even around for the 360 at that time because it came out on original xbox didn't it uh, halo that you had uh was it halo halo one was original xbox halo 2 original xbox and then uh three i believe was original xbox but you could also play it on the 360 mm -hmm. like i i don't know what it was um none of my friends that we usually play call of duty modern warfare it was or black ops it was never a halo community that i was in with my buddies from school um so um, like go ahead from my perspective uh well okay because you had Halo 1, which is a big hit, and then Halo 2 came out, and, like, like that was the game. That was, like, the only game that was out. Everybody was playing it. Like, everybody was playing it. And, like, I don't think Call of Duty was really a thing yet. And, like, 
and then it just started to gain a lot of popularity. Um, I, I think my time frame's right, and uh, like right, right after Halo Two, because like, because like when it when it was out, like that was like, I believe the only the only thing, and like everybody was on it. Right, and that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, cause I, my close friend had an original Xbox and every time I'd come over to his house, it was Halo night uh, and, and I got, I got to enjoy that kind of like through him, you know, uh, because oh, yeah. Halo, cause PlayStation didn't have that. It was mainly for sports games and Crash Bandicoot. I mean, uh, maybe God of War back then too, but, uh, nothing quite like Halo. So, uh, as, as the franchise moved on, uh, we obviously saw a switch in development and publisher from Bungie to uh, it was right to 343 if i'm not mistaken and please again call me out if i get something wrong um as a really big halo player going through that transition what what was like what was that like for you i mean clearly they were different products at the end of the day weren't they i would say that i learned early on to be (laughs) okay i don't want to say to be disappointed not to be disappointed, but like to to expect different things when the new games come out because uh, we played Halo Two for a very long time and and then like Halo Three came out and like man I could I could like stretch out my life as long as I could in Halo Two like I you know the in Halo Two was very different because the individual player was very powerful could like carry a whole team in Halo Three it was very hard not to die and like that kind of you know, that kind of shook me for a while because, like, I was used to being okay and then, like, man, no matter what, I'd end up die or I'd die again and then I'd be dead again. So, it, and it was different. So, like, in, and especially since after that, like, you know, Halo 3 to Halo Reach, so our, yeah, uh, it was very different. You know, you had, like, all these army abilities and sprint and it was, like, annoying that it had, the game had changed so much and it bothered a lot of people with Bloom and everything, but uh you know eventually like i just got to the point where i'm like well obviously it's going to be like shell shocking every time i reach had some really annoying annoying uh abilities in there so that was a pain but you know like i've gotten to the point where i'm just like i'm just expecting something new and like i'm kind of you know knowing that it won't be the same because it never really is but um yeah no no i mean you, you bring up a lot of really good points um and, and I love your perspective about it, too, because, again, I didn't have any of this. Um, now, when do you know exactly when Bungie left? Was that Halo 3? Was that their last Halo game? Um, I believe. No, I believe they left after Halo Reach or 4. Okay. Okay. Uh. Oh, you know what? I have it right here. Um, it so it's three four three. This is according to Wikipedia. So let's remind ourselves of the source. Um, the three four three, which it was a Microsoft product in '09, took over the franchise. So Halo Three ODST and Halo Reach, they oversaw most of Reach's production. Okay. So that must have been the split, and that really goes along with what with your timeline. Of when it's felt, and we could be constructive here, we're not hating on anything, uh, different. Or your expectations were swerved, right? Yes. Well, I mean, the the big problem with Reach is that they, um, 
you know, they, they're in Halo Three. They came out with these like uh, abilities, like you can have the the shield bubble or the uh, the armor drain, and those were you know interesting, but like they weren't exactly uh, set to play in competitive play, which I've usually been pretty interested in. So they um, in Halo Reach they took it further and they put those armor abilities like inside the Spartan, so you could have sprint, you could have jetpack, you could have like uh, a cloak, you could have armor lock, which is by far one of the worst. Um, and what 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 armor lock allows you to do is just you hit a button and you can just like basically pause the game by just being invulnerable for maybe like five you know five seconds and then that allows you to wait long enough to get help or like they punch you and you know it'll break your shield and then and then they 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 can kill you it's a very like it feels very cheap so the, the abilities are kind of game breaking. They were they were pretty annoying, but you know you got used to it because that that was just the game. Why? Now I have a quick sidebar on that point because you bring up a really good point there. Before I get into competitive, because I'm super fascinated by Halo Comp, which launched several careers for content creators, competitive players in the market. Now, why do you think abilities did not work for Halo, but they work for a game like Destiny? I think if you like Halo Three had good measured abilities, you know the uh, the shield. There was a regen one. That one was pretty cheap, but like there's a lot of cheese in there. Like like the armor lock, you know, armor lock. If you take a game for like Halo, for instance, to me Halo is about playing with your friends. Uh, you know, riding in a warthog and shooting the Gatling gun and like trying to run people over. And as soon as they put something like armor lock in there. If you are in a warthog with like three people, it doesn't matter how many people you are, and you try to run over somebody with armor lock, it will like blow up your whole warthog. So like it just doesn't add up at a certain point. And like that doesn't seem very balanced at all. No, <laughs> and like well, I mean, playing Destiny two lately, you know, certain things don't seem balanced. Oh, good lord! Well. I, um, I need a whole other podcast for that. <laughs> <laughs> just like play on, you know, into on multiplayer and just getting. You know, there's too many single-shot kill weapons in that game, and that's, I guess, what frustrates me. I don't disagree with that. Not one bit. Yeah. Um, but, like, going back to competitive, um, what, what you're, I, I know you talked about, like, going to tournaments with your brother, doing the 2v2s early on. Um, why do you think Halo Halo competitive exploded? Because that, and you might, you probably have more experience with this than I do, but that's kind of the first like huge competitive game that I really knew about until like League of Legends and and WoW kind of got their legs under them and became mainstream. But Halo was very well in into the mainstream uh, gaming market for comp, well ahead of mostly any others, right? Yeah, maybe it was like the perfect storm because it, Halo was just like exploding at that point. Even though a lot of people still didn't know about it, like. I mean, there were televised MLG events. Oh, yeah. Like, um, well, and, uh, well, let me, like, backtrack a little bit, because, so we we kept playing uh, in tournaments. We'd go to, like, different ones, because Halo 2 was out, and we were just kind of, like, I don't know, we were, we were pretty driven, so we'd just go to random local tournaments we could in the area, and then we went to this one, uh, this land center, like, an hour north of here and we just kept going there and going there and like doing really well and so eventually you know my brother's kind of a smooth talker he got get us 
he got them to send us to New York to play in uh, the MLG tournament with two other guys. So that was pretty cool. That was like 2006, I believe. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was really interesting because like you know the whole event, everybody was there. Like it it like I'd never been to New York. Like it was quite the experience and. Uh, yeah, like, you know, they had the TVs, the classic setup. You could, like, watch all the pros play. Because, you know, back in the day on, on Halo 2, you could... I mean, this was just matchmaking. You could... Because, you know, I don't think I knew any of the pro names too well. But you could look and see who was at the top of the leaderboards. And there'd be a lot of cheaters there. But there'd also just be, like, you know, certain names you'd see. Like, you'd see uh, AYB Fonzie, who was, like, on the top of the list. And he was a big name back then. He was a pro player. And then, like, Car... K2 the Arma, who was like, this is kind of like like a legend. I don't think, I don't know what he does now, but like that guy was just like probably like like the best Halo, like the best one v one player in Halo Two, obviously. But it's very very interesting. Yeah, that that whole comp scene always always fascinates me, um, because I think, and we'll get to it when we talk about the new game coming out in the winter. Um, in my opinion, I think that could spark the the love and, and the drive again in the mainstream, at least interest uh, for Halo competitive if they do it right. Uh, but I do I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about the Master Chief collection that came out in 2014 um, and just a very, very brief snippet of, of my experience with that. Uh, one of my best friends in college at the time uh, was a massive halo fan so similar to you i mean played it since the beginning and i remember <laughs> we we were in his dorm room and he just got the master chief collection how excited he was and he could not connect to a, a pvp game and and could not do it ever and then he sold it and he was done with it um do you know how or why that happened because like the game was truly broken when it came out wasn't it at least on as far as the pvp side of it yeah, I don't I don't really know like I don't know what uh Okay, well let me let me start earlier. Uh I before MCC came out, I was like, you know, I was noticing that they were releasing um Halo 1 anniversary. It looked very good. It was very very nice, you know. I enjoyed the game, but I was like always Huge Halo Two fan, so I wanted to go back and play that. And I and I uh, and in my head, I'm like, okay, well, they're going to release Halo Two Anniversary, you know, and that's not what they did. They released MCC, which I was like, okay, you know, it's still got Halo Two Anniversary on it. The bad part about that is that they only included few of the maps that were in the game. And I, you know, I and yeah, I like you're saying, I was there on opening night. I was there on opening night. Um, it wasn't a midnight release. I remember it was like 9 p.m. because they were kind of overdoing those by that point. And uh, I got I got it, got the game home, and I couldn't play. And for months, and, and you know, you they obviously play tested the thing, so they knew it didn't work. I don't know why they released it, but it was a train wreck. It was awful. Uh, I tried to stream that game, and when I first started streaming, I tried to stream that game. And just led to me getting bored and, you know, not having anything to say because the games would never load. I'd sit there for 30 minutes or more and I just started streaming. So I couldn't just like talk my way out of it. I was just sitting there like an idiot <laughs> waiting for games. 
How long do you think you you were waiting in, until you gave up? Was it in, into like an hour? Two hours? Like, because um, like, there was no connection. Period. I think I waited like maybe thirty minutes for a game, but then like, yeah, and then I just keep waiting. It, it was really, really, really bad. That's one of the reasons why I haven't like. I mean, the more they work on it and they up, upgrade it and everything like that, but I still really haven't been able to get back into MCC because it's kind of just left a bad taste in my mouth, which is unfortunate because those games are really good. But like, yeah. So I just I'm... try to stay current. Oh no, and and that that makes sense. Um, and w- which is why I mean, you're you're gonna be in your element come November, we think. Uh, Microsoft's kind of. Uh, playing coy about when the hell they're releasing all their shit but you know um we'll find out eventually it's funny enough because i'm sitting right now looking at a copy of master chief collection for the xbox one uh that i got for i think it was like 10 bucks um it was a really nice sale going on i forget where but i still haven't popped it in i mean do you think leading up to november um is it was it worth me playing all the campaigns to at least experience that say so if okay. you haven't done it, it they're they're very they're very very polished and, and they they play very well in there yeah all right i'll take your word for it i'll have to do that then so i mean the big announcement i think it was about a week ago now um during the xbox game showcase they finally released a trailer uh and it was a trailer and then into gameplay of a preview for halo infant coming out this winter uh first of all what are your first impressions of it i, I know it's a huge question but you know, what did you think while watching it? It looked very good. Uh, one thing I was expecting, like, I think with every other Halo trailer, I believe, I don't know. I, I, I usually am just waiting to be wowed because that's what they do a lot of times. But this one, I was like, I, I've been very impatient waiting for this game. This is the longest time without a Halo game since, like, ever, you know. So, um I, I was interested in watching it, but also, like, just kind of, like, crazy because I haven't gotten to play a new Halo in, like, years and years and years. So, uh, it looks exciting. Uh, there's a lot of people who are advocating against advanced movement for the new game, but I don't think we can go back in time at this point. Advanced movement meaning, like, sliding, the grappling hook, things like that? Sprinting, etc. Yeah, there's many voices in the competitive community. There's old pros that are just like against it. Like, there's so many. There's so many people who are just, you know, keep sprint out of the game. It's gonna ruin the game, etc. So, well, I can see that that side of it, especially from a competitive standpoint, where they do want it to be a balanced product, as I'm sure anybody in that in that community would. To me, it looked a lot like Destiny's movement and physics. Which I, I can't say are a bad thing, because that that's one of the best FPS games as far as a pure uh, mechanic standpoint, maybe ever. Because uh, the fluidity is just is flawless. Uh, so I saw a lot of that in there. Am I crazy? Yeah. No. It looks it looks interesting in that way, and I think that the more pages they can take from current, like I I play a lot of Apex, and I think that the movement system in that game is fantastic. So I just don't think that it's a bad thing like it's gonna it's gonna be see the trouble with with that is that they have to make the maps bigger and then like there's more you know and like they like the old games because basically if you play an old halo right and you let's say you jumped out too early around a corner well you're not going to be able to sprint away and like get away from that because you made the mistake you've already made your play and you're dead so 
that's why they, uh, and, you know, one of the reasons why they don't exactly like it because it allows you to make mistakes all the time and kind of correct them, you know, or like, you know, get away barely when normally you just die. Okay. <laughs> you know. Okay. No, I, I totally get that. Um, why do you think they waited five years to release another one? Uh, my my hypothesis, they wanted to wait until a new Xbox came out. Like they're the one where that they can finally, uh, for the folks that don't play PC, can actually get to experience the game and its power for all that it's worth. Well, I think that's true, and also um, they've been working a long time on just kind of making MCC right, which is kind of mind-boggling to me. I understand <laughs> it, like. It's to me it's just like a ship that failed to launch into orbit like and it's still like it's it's doing okay I guess you know a lot of people are playing it as opposed to Halo 5 the, the trouble is like yeah the current game Halo 5 there's very very small community right now and like most of them are pretty damn good so you just go in there and you wait a long time for games and then you get your ass kicked kind of like that okay that that doesn't sound too enjoyable. <laughs> no, it, it 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 there's very a small pool to pull from as far as skill wise, so you'll just kind of get whatever it can give you. Do you think as a whole, the the Halo community is are they is it more like a cautious optimism? Because it still is. I mean, as far as as far as we know, it, it, it's still three four three and and Microsoft doing this game. Yin and Yang, you know, there's a lot of people who are just like playing the classics, waiting for like a new classic title to come out. I, you know, I, I arena shooters haven't been doing that well lately, so, you know, I think a battle royale mode in the game possibly could be successful, and I, I'm not gonna say that that wouldn't be good. I don't know what it'd be like. I'm kind of, I'm optimistic myself. Um, hopefully they nail it. They've had a long time to do so, but we'll see. I guess. It's so funny you brought up a BR because, I mean, it, I you just said it, it could be possible. I I think, if anything, what we've seen is that if you do a BR the right way, I think it could work. I mean, you brought up Apex, and, and you, you love the movement in that game. Fortnite, obviously, has its own popularity and cult following still. I mean, it still gets, you know, near top five views on Twitch daily. And Warzone is the, is the hottest thing since sliced bread right now. Uh, and and that's that's literally just Call of Duty turning it into a, into a battle royale. So if I think if they can do it, Halo certainly can do it and make it good. They may as well like you know at least try to dabble on it and not make their main focus. But you know like you know who knows like why why not try because you, you it could take off like like for instance like I think I was playing Grand Theft Auto Five lately and you know they're online like I, I'm a little late to the game obviously but like they're online did so well. That they just stopped making that you know that's a company that usually would always make single player content releases expansions and like they just completely focused on online because it did so well and like makes sense Maybe yeah well, try something well no right i mean that, that's an excellent point because think about it i mean what do you think is more expensive making a sequel a, a brand new title or just updating and 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 fine-tuning your online platform and releasing updates i mean it's kind of 
it kind of makes sense. I mean, I'm looking at GTA right now, but which by the way, GTA Online is is very fun. I, I do like that that game a lot. Um, it's been five years since Grand Theft Auto Four. It was between four and five. It was five years between San Andreas and GTA Four was four years. We're going on seven years this fall since since we've had a new Grand Theft Auto come out. So you, you hit the nail on the head there. But it's, I it's lost my thought for a second there. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It, it'll come to you. Like, you know, just chug some coffee. I think, I think you'll get it. Um, <laughs> now that you to, going back to the point where, why don't just try a BR, see if it lands, see if it hits. Do you think, so let's say they do both. They have their standard arena shooter PVP in the game, but then they have their battle Royale mode. Which do you think the community clings to first? And let, and let's just for hypoth- hypothetical purposes, say they're both good period i do think that um the community may cling to the the standard which they're used to but it could be bring new players in to uh, you know watch the battle royale everyone would probably be interested to see it as long as it's uh done well um i think that uh you know some of the old like if you take for instance halo reach and halo 4 they tried to incorporate some some sort of you know, gameplay, uh, what is the word? They try to incorporate some features from, like, let's say Call of Duty, for instance, especially Halo 4, which they didn't do it in the right way, and, like, Halo is a trendsetter on its own, and, like, it just ended up backfiring, so I hope they can just make it... Are you still here? My screen just went blank for a second. Oh, you're good. they can make it well, you know. Okay. All right. I mean, I think that's that's the hope for everybody. Um, the more good games out there, the better, and it provides good competition as well. Um, so, uh, our, our mutual friend told me that you you only play console. Is that true? Console. Well, Halo's only been on console this whole right. time. So, so I I play on PC, but whenever it's Halo, it has to be console. Why now? Since we Halo Infinite will be on PC. Are you you're still going to cling to console? I'm unsure of that lately because, well, I mean, I really do, and I have an elite controller, and I really like I, I use like every button on it, so I enjoy that a lot. I think I will possibly play on PC, depending on how many shooters I play before then, at least to try it because it's a very it's very nice to have the versatility of like, you know, being able to to just control the speed at which you can turn around instead of like having a joystick tell you what you can do. I, I wasn't expecting it to come on PC at all. I, I really did. I, I initially thought whenever they announced the series X that how much of a monster it's going to be, which was basically, um, <laughs> I mean, I thought they would stick to console only. I'm kind of well, shocked. That's, that's a big, the big thing that they've been trying to do is get, halo out of the uh console box because it's been trapped there for a long time and they believe that's why it hasn't done so well because um they want to be able to that's why they're pushing so hard to get mcc everything on pc so that uh, you know like because a lot of people that's you know that's what they have that's what they play so they want to be able to get them to play it sometimes these things get old and and like the old consoles and the people can't play anymore so this is just a good way of getting it out there what games right now on Halo are on PC at this point? 
Um, you have Halo 5 on PC, which is pretty... In well, I don't know why I started with Halo 5, but I'll keep going. <laughs> uh, you have Halo 5 on PC, which I don't know what... They it's just basically Forge, but people play customs on it sometimes. And it, it actually do it runs incredibly well. There's no... Um, there's certain problems with Halo 5 on console, like you get blank shots, certain glitches that happen, etc. All those are eliminated on PC, even though you unfortunately have no matchmaking, which would be nice. But um, I believe Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, Reach are all on PC, and they're available to play on Steam. So Okay. Can you that's bundle? That's a big push they've been making. Can you bundle it? Can you it? buy them? Yeah, like, can you bundle it? Um, uh, I believe so, yeah. All or right. Can, I think you can buy them, like, individually if you want to do that. Okay. Because, um, again, I'm going to be playing all these campaigns before we get the sequel, finally. Um, do you think I should stick to the Xbox One? I have an X. I, I know it's or S. Is it S? Yeah, it's S. Um, um, and as opposed to playing them on PC? I mean, yeah. if you're going to be playing the ca the campaigns... Uh, I think they'll be prettier on PC and they'll be you know smooth as butter. Okay. So you could p potentially do that, but um, yeah, I would recommend that. I mean, the Xbox is good too, but I guess it depends on convenience or performance. Okay. Per I mean, performance. Um, it's it's still it's I I think it's really cool how they I, I I'm such a, a dork. I like how you can compare classic view to like the the enhanced reimagined view um yeah that's pretty nice <laughs> so i always like any room i go to i was like oh what what did it used to look like in 2000 and 2001 <laughs> like <laughs> it looks it looks so different it's wild um so I, go ahead i would say the the one thing the i don't know what what do you play on keyboard and mouse or a controller yeah yeah i i do both but mainly keyboard and mouse oh okay well i I guess this is my perspective, but, but like since I've played Halos, these Halos so much, like like playing through the campaigns of PC might be fun because you never really get to do that on keyboard and mouse. So, okay, that's that's yeah, a really good a, idea. An interesting like, cause man, I played Doom on keyboard and mouse, and it was like the best. That sounds very fascinating. I I've never I've always pictured Doom on controller. Um, never once have I thought to try it on PC. The the new one, Doom Eternal. Uh yeah, it it was fantastic. <laughs> I was about to ask you, did you like it? Yeah, I played it on like nightmare mode, which is like the the harder one, and I think there's one more mode above that where like you can't even die once, which is just tragic. <laughs> so I didn't touch that one, but yeah, it's it's like I just remember like beating it and just being so pumped I couldn't go to sleep that night. That barely. sounds stressful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's just so much going on and then like you, like it just stops and you're like oh, what do i do what um and now that 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 was kind of kind of how i was going to close the conversation out like what other games have you been playing I, and i saw you stream gta 5 um a little bit already anything else you've been enjoying recently i mean lately since halo 5 isn't doing too well and i've kind of disconnected from the classics uh like you know it's not that it's not doing too well. It's I just haven't been uh, very interested in it because it's 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 oh that's I was gonna bring up a point actually about Halo now that I recalled it. Um, 
and I lost it again. Okay. <laughs> uh, in in one ear through your brain, out the other. That that's that that's yeah, how I, that's I, how I, I roll. Started, I started thinking of it, and then I was like <laughs> thinking about your question. In the meantime, could you restate that question, please? So it's so it's my fault. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, no. Like, what games you have you been enjoying? I know I I've seen you do GTA Five, and that's been that's been dope. But w anything else, even like off stream that you've been playing? Um, I I usually I've been enjoying a lot of different things lately. Um, Grand Theft Auto was one where I I had never played it and in it and I just started from scratch and I I I just really enjoyed it. Like I I had so much fun in that game. I I kind of wish there was more uh, single player content as well. I've been playing online lately, which is pretty new to me as, as well. Just like you know, doing whatever. But uh, it's it's been amazing. Uh, I play platformers sometimes. Uh, I'll just kind of grab a game. I I think I played Sekiro, Shadows Die twice. And that was a really fun game. I've heard that's fantastic. Yeah, just kind of mixing it up. Uh, I got to play Death Stranding, which was incredible. Was it? And then did you understand what was happening as you were playing? I mean, kind of. Mostly. <laughs> it, like, I watch a lot of strange movies that don't make sense sometimes. So it's kind of like that. But like, you know, it, it the, the trouble is just with the terminology. You know, if you just like watch it, you can kind of get the feel for what's happening. It's it's a it's like a very cinematic experience. I've always been interested in that game. I, I don't know. I think it's about to release for PC, or it already has. It is, yeah. Uh, I I can't remember if it's going to be. It's it's soon. That's all I know. Because uh, I knew it was right around when Horizon Zero Dawn was being released on PC, which was yet yeah, the yesterday. We're recording this on Saturday. Um, it was released on the seventh. So, like you said, you like Sekiro. Um, that's similar to, to the, the the Souls series, right? Yeah, I haven't played any of those though. I'm too afraid to play those where I break everything in my office from frustration. Uh, I've gotten pretty friendly with frustration. Like I play <laughs> a lot of like when I play Halo 5, I play a lot of free for all. And like that's just like people stealing your kills. It's very hectic. You just get pushed around the entire round. So it can be pretty annoying. Um so and like the first uh Souls type game I played was Bloodborne, which was just brutal you know especially if you're not used to them so hopefully i can do all right i because there was a steam sale a while ago and i, I bought dark souls two and three yeah they have like a bundle going. The i don't know why i didn't buy the first one i was like wanting a newer one but I, I should probably start in the first one but that's a lot of dark souls to play it's kind it of is. overwhelming and they're re-releasing demon souls on the ps5 if if that's if you're into that um we'll invest wow. it in, invest heavily invest <laughs> yeah if we ever find out a, a price or release date for either console coming up um th there there's a question see i i just thought i mean maybe the point you were trying to make will pop into your head as i come up with a question randomly um what do, and it's, it's such a like a it's a cliche but i don't care it's my podcast i do what i want what do you think will perform better um to i mean just just to gamers in general ps5 or xbox series x i watched the whole xbox games like showcase <clears throat> i personally feel like and this could just be my perspective but i think that hey that uh playstation is going to do better because okay. 
a lot, a lot of people I know, I mean, me included, I kind of have an Xbox mostly for Halo. And if it's on PC, I don't necessarily need to buy a new Xbox, even though I might want one. That's exactly what I, I'm. I'm dead serious. That those were my thoughts exactly. If they would have kept Halo on console only, which is going to run like a computer, let's not kid ourselves. The specs that they've shown are ridiculous at 120 frames. If you're into that, I think the Xbox would have sold so much more. People would have literally bought it for just that game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what Microsoft is doing this year because they they closed all their retail stores. The mixers shut down. I thought their whole plan was, you know, buying Ninja for Mixer so that he could play Halo Infinite and just skyrocket off of that. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate that all of that shut down. I wonder if they shifted gears at the last second when Mixer was just not doing what they sought out to do, which was succeed. Bill Gates is just like, pull the plug. I, I don't, he must have. <laughs> He must have, and then and then the head of Xbox in charge. I don't know. I, I mean, I maybe has final say. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure there is a secret boardroom with Bill Gates, you know, leading the charge, kind of like the lizard hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and 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 no matter what Phil Spencer does, it's always Bill, kind of like the Wizard of Oz, pulling everything behind the curtain, and he's telling him what to say and what to do. Um, Random no, question. Yeah. Have you ever seen that video of Bill Gates like jumping over that chair? No. Where where does this exist? You should, you should watch it. He's kind of a legend. I, well, like it's just like a really old interview, and and the woman with a microphone. She's like, "Is it true that you can jump over a, a standing a standing chair?" And he's like, "Well, it depends on the size of the chair." And and then it just shows him, and he just like <laughs> just does this amazing vertical leap over an office chair and just lands perfectly on the other side. Oh, I'm watching. I'm watching it right now. Jumping over a chair like a gangster. I'm not gonna have audio. No, this is from 1994. So he was much limber back then. Yeah. It's oh my gosh, he did it. Yeah. He got. They play the music at the end. I can't do that or I'll get DMCA'd. But um, wow, he has hops. Good for him. Yeah. I wonder if he can still do it now. He must be what seventy. I mean, I hope so. Might throw out a hip. Oh, more than well, I'm sure he can just re rebuild it. He has the technology. He's sixty four. He could do it. I just think the there. I hope that the new game's fine between uh, console and PC players. I think because you know the the Halo Reach game came out for PC and everyone's playing on a keyboard and mouse, and you just had all these disconnect of like people saying it's just too easy for console players, the auto aim, etc. And it's just really annoying to listen to. I I got very tired of hearing it very quickly. Well, in, in, unless you are around the Destiny PvP community, you will never get sick of that, because what I deal with is a million times. I shouldn't say that. It's probably equally as bad. Uh, oh, yeah. Aim assist to controller, and there and there's cheaters. Oh, my gosh. that That's a very important question I had, and I'll end with this. I know you have a, a life and a job, and you don't want to talk to me all day. But if since it will be on PC... Uh, I mean, what do you think about an anti-cheat? I mean, I think it's it's a necessity because what Destiny 2 is going through is awful as well as Warzone. Um, well, console doesn't need to worry about that problem nearly as much. But what what what's the PC community think of I mean, them implementing a good anti-cheat? Uh, I hadn't thought about that yet, but now that you bring it up, I mean, 
it, uh, I, Halo 2 was like the biggest game for me, and um, it was riddled with cheaters, and it was really, really bad. Like, I, I couldn't understand it. You know, you had these, like, because literally the only ones with the highest ranks in the game were cheaters. And, like, they, what would they do? They'd sell their accounts to rich kids who wanted a level 50 account just for the status of it, which just boggles my mind to this day. So I think it's very, very, very important because people always try to cheat. Oh, <laughs> yeah, always do. Um, more, so Warzone, there was a tournament, I think it was two weekends ago. Uh, mm -hmm. Popular streamer Tim the Tatman was in the tournament, and there was somebody hacking and shooting through helicopters to kill everyone. This guy, I think he ended up placing in this tournament, which is a crime. I He won't get any money for it. He was 123rd in the world in kills and has wow. not gotten caught cheating. But he's been cheating the whole time. So, like, if, it, wow. if, if a company... It, it's horrible. If a company like Activision can't get their shit together, I, I really hope Microsoft takes this seriously because it could ruin the vibe of the community very, very fast. Yeah, that's that's awful. Well, I just I just know that I played GTA GTA online with with like modders and it it's it's just not very fun. Like for, I mean for me, I don't know if you ever had a Game Shark, but like Oh, I, uh, know, action replay. Online. Action replay for me. But same thing. But yeah, the Okay, yeah. Like, I mean like once you can just break all the rules of the game, it becomes very uh unless you're very young, becomes very unamusing very quickly. So I don't understand how that guy could be cheating for that long. And still be entertained. Um, I, I, I would just get bored so very quickly. Maybe you need to have a talk with this guy and all the cheaters out there and set their mind straight so it doesn't ruin your fun time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like, yeah, I, I can see, like, you know, like, I, I, I wouldn't do it, obviously, but, like, I can see cheating for a few games and being like, <laughs> that was pretty funny. But, man, continuing to do it would be just the ultimate, like, exercise and stupidity like i would just be so bored i would too because yeah. like once you win and when you cheat to win eventually you're like well okay i kind of had it right i don't know yeah um, i guess they just get the satisfaction from just making other people suffer i don't know well that's <laughs> the that, that's the internet <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh all right so that that'll do it um for my barrage of questions for you my friend uh, thank you so much for joining me today. I truly appreciate it. I do have a bonus last, last question, uh, that I always try to stump my guests on this show at the very end. So get ready. Okay. If you can, for me, if you can give me your favorite halo map out of any of the series, and if you can rate the games in terms of how much time you've had on them from most to least go. Mm, okay. Uh, I'd say my favorite Halo map of all time would probably be Sanctuary. Awesome. It's a map that released in Halo 2 and that kept be, being remade, well, decently often throughout the series. And rating them based on time that I've played? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, as time goes on, I get to play the Halos more and more, so probably Halo 1 the least? I think. Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah, it could be just because of the the times, because, you know, each Halo would come out and I'd grind them. So probably Halo 1, uh, then Halo 4, because Halo 4 was really, really bad. Um, then 
see because each one consecutively released i got to play it more and more so it doesn't exactly work in the time frame but i think halo mm-hmm. 2 i played a ton of, well no yeah i'd say halo 2 no halo 3 would come next then halo 2 i'm, I'm doubling back on my statement that's okay and then uh reach and then five yeah that's you played five the most yeah, you will like over the past yeah, because it's been out. I've been playing Halo 5 since it's been out. I've been streaming it for like 3 years, so Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And like guess what? I just like the last couple months hit max level. Did so. you? After 5 years? Well, I never like you get more XP if you play Warzone, but like that got old very quickly, so that's like the game mode in Halo 5 and yeah, like without, you know, I try to use XP boosters and stuff, but it just takes a very, very, very long time to level up. And I play that game more than anybody should. So <laughs> what you can't you can't eat Doritos and drink Mountain Dew and get double XP for 30 I minutes. Wish. <laughs> uh, I wish. Oh, that brings me way back. I remember called Modern Warfare 2. I would and I like I was I played sports. So like I wasn't I was like, OK, healthy sort of on the on the fringe. And. I'd go out and like get like a case of Mountain Dew. Each can had its own like XP code, so I could um, prestige like every other weekend. Oh yeah, I was oh, I was so addicted. It was gross. That's um, cool. That's cool. I didn't really think about that. Like, um, if I could close out saying something, yeah. Too, um, <clears throat> there's never been a Halo that's been released. And like continually updated, like as things. I mean, I mean, they 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 do their best. You know, I, I think they you know they update them pretty well. They usually release the Halo and then they do like a a tuning to the weapons, etc. They did that really really late in the Halo 5's lifespan, but I th- and it, a lot of times it's been too little too late. So I hope that like if some if it comes out and something's wrong with wrong with it, they can just update it right away, like a lot of these games do, and stay current and stay with it because. That way, it, it can be successful. Like, you know, so many of these games are updated so often, and, like, with balance changes, etc. I think a Halo that does that will be very successful and interesting to play. Okay, my last, last, last question, because that was beautiful. I loved what you just said. Would you rather it be live service and not have a game for a long time, or just generally updated but have another sequel in four years? Uh, what exactly is live service? So live service is kind of like um, a Destiny Two. Um, it's live service. It's continual. There are updates, but it's 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 a, it's a live service game where the the opposite would be just a standalone game. They'll just do they'll do patches every now and then, but it isn't it isn't continuously updated live. If that makes sense, or like they can take a live the... service. Okay, because like if, if anything goes wrong or like I don't know. I mean, the, the League of Legends does a thing where they like they have different seasons and they like change the balance all, all the time. Like Apex has been kind of doing that, so I don't really know if that works for Halo, because you know, like you kind of want the guns to stay the same more or less. As, as soon as they've got it good, you don't want them to really switch it up. But I think that continual updates and like map releases, etc., would be just fantastic and like just breathe life into it. Awesome. And, and from an an outsider, I cannot agree more with you. I think that would do really well for the franchise moving forward oh yeah well all right sir so this is now the time where you can be a shill for yourself for your sponsors anything that you have um where can we find you online and tell us um what the hell you're up to 
Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash pixelpete. Uh, I am <clears throat> currently affiliated with Mizu Gaming, and we're fantastic, by the way. And I, you can find me playing GTA or Halo 5 or Destiny or any other game where I, you know, I like to usually jam to music and dance around in the meantime. So very fun, very fun. And your stream is quite creative and very unique. It is it is a one of a kind, and I and that is a compliment. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, one of a kind. You can just call me a weirdo. I mean, it, it it's all good, you know. I I like I like it all. When people say this is kind of weird. I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> I love it, man. All right, that that's it. You're out of the gaming chair. Thanks a lot, pal. All I appreciate right. your time. No worries. And thank you very much, Pixel Pete, for joining me. Uh, that was a hell of an interview. And again, for those watching on Twitch right now, you can go there on Monday morning to take a listen to the Gaming Chair Podcast with Pixel Pete. Uh, we talk all things Halo. So thank you again for joining me. And that will do it for the podcast. Uh, and, for, and for those just joining in... Um, on Twitch, we were recording the podcast here. Um, something I've wanted to do for a while. Finally, very cool to see that come to fruition. Um, very excited for what the future has to hold. And it's exciting. It's very, very exciting. Um, I'll probably get more creative with it, too. Like I said, different games. There, that bounty's done. There we go. Woohoo. Um, different games, you know, try to integrate chat. Um, there we go. Oh my god, I'm 85? Fucking golf ball in my my pocket. All right. Sweet. Didn't see that coming. Um, you know, whether we do like golf it or uh I think like something hectic. Trying to play a hectic game while record the podcast, I think would be really fun. Um <laughs> like a Warzone match or <laughs> like trying to I'd have to have the audio off so like people don't hear my keyboard going crazy on itunes <laughs> so i don't know i have to figure that out logistically but all right that's gonna be it for the podcast twitch viewers stay for a moment um you, again you can get at us on any any podcast app whether that's spotify soundcloud google play or is there any more anchor we're on anchor uh we're on iHeartRadio. I don't know what you use, but we're all there. Uh, we are the Gaming Chair Podcast. I am John Fisher, and you can catch us next Monday at 2 a.m. for the latest and greatest in gaming. We'll see everybody next time. Remember, rate, review, subscribe. It's free. Follow me at John Fish TV on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll see you next time, friends. Farewell. <laughs>